Small Biz Stories is brought to you by Constant Contact. Constant Contact is committed to helping small businesses and nonprofits connect with new and existing customers with email marketing. Find out more at constantcontact.com. I could feel it happening to my mind, to myself, to my to my self-image, to my to my vision for my future that I wanted to continue. I wanted to have an art show in that gallery every weekend for the rest of my life because it felt that good. And that's that's why we do it. Because it makes that that effort worth something. If you own a small business, you're probably familiar with this feeling. There's a moment when all the hard work and sacrifice you've put into something finally pays off. You feel a true sense of accomplishment. As any small business owner can tell you, you'll need hard work, focus, and discipline to take full advantage of the opportunities available to you. Today, Jason Talbot, co-founder of Artists for Humanity, shares how a strong work ethic has the power to transform your idea, self-image, and community. More than 50% of small businesses fail within the first five years. These are the stories of those who beat the odds. My name is Dave Charest, and I'll be your host as we share the stories of some of the bravest people you'll ever meet, small business owners. You'll hear how they got started, their biggest challenges, and their dreams for the future. Artists for Humanity is a nonprofit that started off with an idea to address the lack of arts experience in Boston's public schools by employing urban teens to provide creative services to clients within the local business community. Jason has been involved with this program since the beginning, first as a student of the program, and today as a co-founder and special projects director for the organization. You're in a unique position where that you're kind of a product of the program, I guess before it was a program, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about how that all started. Well, you know, Artists for Humanity, it started in a real uh, organic way. Um, you know, Susan Rogerson, our uh, executive director, saw what was going on in the, in the Boston public school system, saw, you know, art programs being slashed, and, and really, you know, took it upon herself uh, in a real entrepreneurial way to... to make sure that young people got the enrichment that art brings to their lives. And she wanted to make sure that there was art in schools, that kids had that experience. And so uh, she had this, this plan to, to paint a, a big giant painting with a bunch of kids and, and sell it off to a corporation mm-hmm. for lobby art to then fund the next painting, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of, you know, in a, in a, in a cyclical way, be able to to make sure that there was art program for kids, uh, and I was one of the kids that uh, worked on that very first piece. Uh, she came to my junior high, the Martin Luther King Junior Middle School, and we worked and we started painting this painting together. And uh, there were uh, a group of six of us that kind of we were art minded, we were art focused. Our teachers knew that we were in art. The principal knew we were in art. We drew together. We doodled together. We 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 uh, we all we had a love for spray paint, and uh, you know, she saw that we kind of rose. She saw our leadership, and 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 after that project, we be, we continued to work together. 
Artists for Humanity gave this small group a transformative and meaningful experience. For the first time, Jason and his fellow students had a place to call their own and began to feel truly accepted. What impact do you think that's had on your, your life? It's totally changed my life. It's totally shaped my path. Uh, see, growing up, I, there wasn't much of a future. Yeah. You know, it was, in, it, was, it was both real and it was both imposed. So uh, there was violence mm-hmm. in my neighborhood. I was, the, I was the victim of violence and attacks. Um, and then, you know, in the newspaper, every Monday there was a, a tally of how many kids got murdered in my neighborhood or on my block. And it was just like, you know, so I was in danger, but it was even amplified by, you know, the, the media. And, uh, and, and it really gave me the impression that I had a bleak future, but also the people around me, my teachers and you know, the, the other people in the community that I was, you know, expendable or, you know, and, and, and so, but, you know, I think here at Ours for Humanity, there's a total shift where, you know, the message is, is, is 100% different where, hey, guess what? You are not hooked into any future. You don't, you don't have your fate. You can shape your own fate and destiny. And, and the best tool to shape your destiny is hard work and focus and discipline. And, you know, Susan had the highest expectations of us. She knew that if we worked hard, if we were focused, that we could accomplish amazing things. We had done it way back at the King School. And every time a client came to us with a, with a job, we put 100% into it and, and ended up with some really great accomplishments. And I got really hooked on accomplishments. I just loved working with my team. I loved the whole process where even, even when we were, even when we were, working at the you know 11th hour and 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 everything was you know and we had you know issues and 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 problems and drama you know we would fight through we would solve those problems and then we would end up it just made the it just made that that success even more sweet and and wonderful it bonded our relationships even better and and even in the end I, i even got more you know connected with my education and 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 looking for opportunities and, and, and dreaming about an awesome career for myself. So, you know, uh, you know, being in this building, working in this facility, you know, working with these projects in this community, it, it was absolutely transformative. One of the most important values for Artists for Humanity is that ideas can come from anywhere. Students know that their opinions will be taken seriously, and they're not afraid to try something new that's never been done before. What would you say then makes Artists for Humanity different from, say, another youth program that's out there? Um, well, you know, it, it, it's, we're different not just from any youth program, which is different okay. because, you know, we listen and, and we respond. And there's a point where, you know, somebody says, hey, I got this great idea. And everybody else is like, oh, but we planned to do this. And that idea gets left on the table, it gets swept under the rug, it's on the cutting room 
floor or who knows what. Mm -hmm. But um, I think this is the place where that idea gets put to work. You know, that's, it's, you know, I think that's, that's the difference. You know, if, if, if government ran like that, if, if, if corporations ran like that, if car companies ran like that, if, you know, then, then we would constantly build, evolve, uh, innovate. Uh, there's room here for that. You know, our, our, again, our organization started with this very simple idea. But since then, it has been built. We have added layer after layer after layer. Um, every time we see an opportunity, every time there's a there's a a, 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 a program to develop or or a, a, a service we can add, provide for our teens, we just pull it on in and add it to the organization. So, I mean, hey, are we an arts organization? Of course, art is our medium. It's our vehicle, but. With that, we're able to tack on all this positivity, all this enrichment for our teens, for our staff, for our community, and of course for our clients. Yeah. Why is why is that? I mean, this idea of you know listening and then evolving based on what the problems are. Like, why is that so important to you and to the organization? Well, you know, somehow I feel like it just makes sense. I think that there's a, you know, when when you're working with a team, you need a plan. You know, you need to have some guidelines. You need to, you need to have a have a a way, have an easy way to like make sure everybody's on the same page and that everybody's able to communicate. But when you let that plan, like you know, uh, restrict you, then or that curriculum restrict you, or the guidelines restrict you, then you know you lose a lot. And uh, here, our focus is on creativity. You know, uh, it's on it's on problem solving. It's on you know innovating. And so we have to give our young people the opportunity to do that. And in doing that, and our staff people the opportunity to innovate and have ideas. And so to do that, we have to be a little bit flexible. We have to be able to to hear. And, 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 and make things happen and react and uh, as well as be thoughtful and, 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 and plan things out. And that, that dichotomy is tough for a lot of people to juggle. There's a, there's a juggling going on with all that we do here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, the, the, the experience to mentor and the, and the innocent uh, mentee, protege, you know, we're, we're balancing those things, those mm -hmm. two, into uh, a beautiful piece of artwork mm -hmm. or a beautiful uh, 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 project to commission for our clients. And, it's, and there are benefits to be added by both people in that arrangement. This unique approach makes Artists for Humanity a popular place for students looking for work as well as creative opportunities. As the organization continues to expand, Jason and his team work hard to maintain the same level of commitment to personal and community development that existed when the program was only six students. So, you know, when you started, it was just a small group of you, right? Yeah. And so, where are you now, like, in terms of staff and, like, yeah. how big have you grown since those early days? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, right now we've got about uh, 145 kids employed. 
Uh, that's about as how many we can stuff into the building. We're actually going to ramp it up this summer mm -hmm. up to about 150. Uh, throughout the year, we've probably employed about 250 kids this year. Uh, it's uh, and then uh, we have um, about 30 staff members who are in support of that. Um, but we want to ramp that up. You know, we, we, we're, we're looking to double youth employment. Um, we're looking to activate our space all day long. We're, we're looking to add, you know, new programming. Um, all, all with a focus on, on building community, you know, having people work together, share each other's resources, and also, you know, make the most of the resources here in the city. You know, uh, we've always been an after-school program, but we want to activate our space during the day as well. You know, we want to have, we want to bring in, you know, you know, maybe kids who are who who are you know recently graduated or dropped out or who are looking for opportunities. Um, you know, uh, there's been a shift in in America to, to to you know build infrastructure. You know, invest in our cities, our towns, our bridges, our 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 systems, our infrastructure, and we want uh, to train that next level of, of young people that are going to be able to take mm -hmm. those jobs and, 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 and those opportunities. And so, you know, activating our space during the day, having kids learn the trades and the vocations um, so that, you know, if there's opportunities out there, then, then our young people who are under-resourced, underserved, living under, below the poverty line, um, that they're able to, to uh, meet those uh, opportunities and, 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 and chisel out a real positive, successful future for themselves. It's uh, it's it's important to us. Uh, it's important to our city. Uh, it's important to, to our country. So, you know, if we can model that uh, the way we modeled, you know, uh, uh, green design uh, in in the way when we built our building, then uh, I think we'll be doing something really good that 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 goes beyond the walls yeah. uh, of of our facility. The space Jason is referring to is the epicenter. Designed with energy sustainability in mind, the award-winning epicenter is the first building in Boston to achieve LEED certification. With impressive gallery space, art studios, and offices, the facility has become the organization's home, as well as a popular rental space for weddings and events. But beyond that, the epicenter is the perfect example of the long-lasting impact Artists for Humanity makes on its students. Here's Jason on the building's background. We opened this building uh, in 2004. And it's just you guys, right? Yep, yep, yep. And, and so what was that like, what was that moment like coming into this space? Wow. Well, <laughs> it, was, it was an amazing feeling. We had this beautiful facility. Uh, but, you know, we, we programmed it for, for what we envisioned Artists for Humanity people. We, we couldn't have anticipated uh, what it would be like to have our own facility and how that would increase the opportunities for us, increase our visibility, uh, and you know, let our funders, our supporters, our clients, the teens all know that you know, we were solid, that we were uh, liquid, and that we were going to be here uh, for a long time. Uh, it, it, really, it really added uh, a bit of credibility to what we were doing, and uh, and just you know, and then of course to have such a cutting edge facility, mm -hmm. such a green facility, uh, it really it really helped people take a ten, um, take a notice of us and and pay attention to what we were doing. Yeah. 
did you get? Did you guys have a belt? Yes, we yeah, built okay, this place so from scratch. Okay, yeah. And it was, I mean, even that was like another. We were able to inject positivity in that into that because, you know, one of my, one of my other guys, one of the original uh, artist alumni from from that was at the Martin Luther King Jr. Middle yep. School with me. Uh, after graduating high school, went off to RISD, became an architect, and he was actually on the team designing and building this building. But it doesn't stop there. It doesn't Amazing. stop there because cause then he opened an architecture studio here with a bunch of kids, and they were able to help design architectural features that actually went into the building. And from that program, we had like four or five kids who are in architecture careers right now. You know, because they had that experience, because yeah. they had that, that exposure. Artists for Humanity purposely exposes their students to new experiences and people. Getting them out into the art and business community makes them more mindful of their future and gives them a sense of accomplishment they often haven't yet experienced. You mentioned a bit earlier um, <clears throat> about kind of like the events that you guys have, like especially like after you've finished a project and bring everybody together. Why are those events so important? And any other events that you run for that matter? Um, well, I guess, so, you know, it's all about community. It's all about people coming together. You know, it's, it's not like Boston is, is at a lack for resources. You know, this is a world-class city. Uh, you know, people come here from all over the world to do business, to, to learn and to educate. Um, and it's, it's that there is a population here that doesn't have access. And so the more we can bring people together, the more we can distribute all these resources, the more that we can, can have people understand each other's cultures and, and work together to get stuff done. And we model that, and we want to make sure that, that if we do this amazing, awesome mural, that we just don't passively sit around and wait for people to check it out and pat us on the back. We want to invite everyone there. And so the more that we can facilitate, the more that we can uh, exemplify uh, I think uh, it, it serves us and it serves our, our participants. Uh, so, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know throw some confetti in the air <laughs> and cheer, yeah. uh, cut a ribbon, um, and you know what? That's when the that's when it all is driven home. You know, it's like at early one of our early endeavors was a was a gallery show. We, we worked as a, as, as a studio, we worked on paintings, we produced this body of work to be shown at the Nielsen Gallery on Newberry Street. And we worked hard and we did, uh, we produced a lot of artwork and it was great. And you know, under normal circumstances in a normal class, I would have got an A or a B based on my effort. But here, we put those paintings in that gallery and I stood in that gallery and people came in and they asked me about my work and they were astonished by what we were able to do. And I was introduced to this whole community, this place I'd never been, I didn't understand and that was beautiful to me. And it, I could feel it happening to my mind, to myself, to my, to my self-image, to my, to my vision for my future that 
I wanted to continue. I wanted to have an art show in that gallery every weekend for the rest of my life because it felt that good. And that's, that's why we do it. Because it makes that, that effort worth something. Yeah, A, A plus is pretty great. That's a pretty good celebration. But let me tell you, you know, when you're, when, when they're flashing cameras, you know, and you're standing next to Deval Patrick, you know, it's like, all right, this is, this is something, all right, this is something special, you know, and that's, you know, and, and that happened, you know, we were at Vertex down the street, they had opened their new building, we had produced this, 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 this series of, of coffee tables where we, 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 we cut and composed their, their collateral material into these beautiful designs on these tables, sediment resin. And when they unveiled their building, they put one of them on stage with the CEO, the founder, and Duvall, and, 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 uh, and it was like, and I think Marty Walsh was there too, and, and, and then two of our kids, you know? <laughs> and it's like, those kids, they still feel like big, big shots from that. How do you guys get the word out about these things? Either the events you're running uh, to those audiences that you're trying to reach, but then also just about the program. Like, how do you get the word out about that? Yeah, well, I mean, so so we do have our our evangelists, our, our happy customers. Mm -hmm. They're always out there toting um, artists for humanity. But, you know, uh, one thing that's great, uh, added value to, to what we do, is that there is this backstory, you know, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, okay, you've got, you got a bunch of uh, beautiful paintings on your wall, but guess what? They were done by teenagers. And so there's always that, that social media component. So, you know, we like to document kids working on projects. We like to share that type of information with clients, give them a little something to tweet out there or, mm -hmm. or post it at a Facebook page, you know, or even, you know, inter-office communications. It's one of those things that, you know, make people feel proud of their workplace um, because, uh, you know, patronizing, you know, artist humanity really is, you know, it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's community building. Jason and his team rely on social media and email marketing to communicate with their audience, which has quickly become another outlet for students to give their input and showcase their work. We have our, our own Facebook page. It's a, it's a, it's, that's a great network for us. It's really helped us stay in contact with our alumni and, and uh, you know, uh, always you know, when we have an event we e blast it out and we do use constant contact or, you know we're always and you know we're able to tell who opens what and, and the effectiveness of, of our of our, our correspondence that's always great for us. Um, but and, and and you know it's also though what's funny is as social media has become this bigger beast, uh, our kids are the experts. It's something that you know we actually hopefully can market out there to our clients. Um, we actually have started uh, in our video studio doing square videos for Instagram, Instagram yeah. you know, and, um, and so, you know, just getting the word out there and, and, and being, you know, cutting edge, using that, that young, contemporary youth voice that we have here, uh, the early adopters, uh, to, to help our clients achieve their goals. Mm -hmm. Everything we do is about building community so the more that we can get the word out there the more that we can bring people together the more uh that uh people know what's going on in artists for humanity uh the better and so uh we're willing to go you know if we had a messenger pigeon that would come back we'd send it that way we'd send the message but um 
you know, email is a great way to do it. We've got a huge contact list of, of uh, interested parties. And so uh, being able to, to, to be consistently, you know, reaching out to those people, reminding them of this awesome thing, uh, letting, you know, we have an idea when we're going to throw an event. Being able to easily communicate with their audience has also helped the organization overcome its biggest challenge, fundraising. Well, like, one of our earliest challenges was the fact that Artist Free Manity was six boys, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's like, it was a small program, you know, uh, and, 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 you know, sometimes for funders, it was tough for them to see the impact there, you know, you know, what's the point of funding an organization with four, four guys in it, and, um, and so we struggled with that, Not that, but that, you know, but that struggle, I gotta say, it was a blessing, because... Mm-hmm. Well, what funding we couldn't find um, in foundations, we, we, we decided, okay, well, let's go earn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go earn some money, you know. Let's go earn some money to pay the rent so we can keep the, the doors open. And, um, and that, that's, that's really, you know, what, what helped us develop this, this, um, this model where, you know, we're working for clients, you know, providing services. Um, it was it was literally to, to keep the doors open in the beginning. So, um, so that was it was a blessing and a, and a curse. Mm-hmm. It helped shape us. You know, if, if we couldn't if we couldn't ask for it, if we couldn't get it through philanthropy, then we were willing to earn that money. And, and that's and that that um, earned revenue has always been um, the thing that has helped us get through. Those 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 tough times, you know, when the, with the economy or the stock market or, you know, uh, or funding shifts and changes or, you know, it's it's a it's a fickle market and so you know as long as we're able to say hey you know let's go, there's somebody over there that needs something done <laughs> and if we can you know rally the troops and go go make that happen and earn earn some 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 money then you know we can keep doing what we love to do. With so many areas of focus, I was curious how Artists for Humanity gauges their success and how they've kept going strong for almost 25 years. What is success? I guess it's just, you know, when our city is a better place, when, when our kids, when kids who need opportunities, when kids who, uh, who, who want uh, to, to participate, um, if, they're, if they're included you know, in, in, in Boston and and we wanna make opportunities here in our in our in our organization, but we also wanna make sure that that there are are places, that there are companies, that there are organi- other organizations that will accept and hire our, our our participants after the fact and that and that our our participants are there in 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 leadership roles. Um, you know, doing their best uh, to make Boston a better place. So looking kind of forward, right, looking forward and, and really thinking back on kind of the lessons you've learned through the, through the years, like what's, what would you say is the most important thing that kind of keeps both you personally going and the organization moving forward? What really keeps me going is making things. I like to make stuff. You know, I, it's just, yeah, I can go to the mall and I can buy stuff. But I like making things. That is so much fun. You just take a pile of crap 
and then you turn around and it's a sculpture or it's a you know beautiful bust or it's like a, a you know or 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 a little pouch from a knickknacks or you know I'm, I do a lot of origami so even like I have a flat sheet of paper and then a couple minutes later it's a horse or, <laughs> or, or, or or a gorilla you know like that's that to me is is just it's it's what makes us humans you know mm -hmm. and it's I think that 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 is so empowering. It's so much fun. It's just so much, so great. Or you know, driving down the street, I see a mural I painted. You know, that's like, that's it. And uh, and so then, when you can gather a group of ten or fifteen awesome people, and rather than just hang out or or you know, rather just go to dinner or something, make something, make something bigger than I can make by myself. Make something that's important. Make something that changes people's lives, that, that inspires people. Part of the organization's success comes from their view on mistakes. The artist mindset is so central to the organization that challenges are seen as part of the creative process rather than a stumbling block. Well, I guess mistakes are good. You know, it's not, you know, I think... I think as artists, and I, I, maybe it's it's there's like a there's like a philosophy or something, but you know, when I started painting or when our kids, you know, it's it's all about mistakes. It's all about blah. Just get something going, make something happen, put something down, and then fix it all up. <laughs> you know, and then then add some details and some and 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 then put some focus in some areas, and then you know. It'll be awesome. Hey, guys, just shoot. you got cameras, just shoot. Just shoot, shoot, shoot. You know, we'll edit out the bad ones later. You know, we'll, we'll chop that movie into something that's interesting, that's, that's digestible later. You know, but, but, but just go at it. I think the mistake is in action. You know, the mistake is, the mistake is just is fear. You know, uh, be loose, be brave, um, make things happen, and, you know, um, I'll leave yourself some time to, to fix it up. <laughs> what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned through your experience so far? It's tough because my, my, initial, my initial reaction to that question is to say, you know, that hard work pays off. Mm -hmm. That's such a, it seems so, so inherent, but it's not. Because for our kids, the message is, play the lottery and get rich quick or you know sing a song and you'll be a billionaire you know or you know play that sport really good you know um, it's not about hard work you know our kids our role models aren't aren't doing that you know they're not that that part of the story isn't being told so um and, in, in, and then in school, you know, it's like work real hard and here is, you know, the difference between hard work and, and not hard work is being a C and it's like, it's so arbitrary and it's like, you know, it's, it's I think, but I think in, 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 these, in the studios, you know, you got to do some hard stuff. This work isn't easy, you know, make a, to make a, a really great product for your client on budget, on time is extremely difficult it can be stressful you know it can be like you know 
an uphill battle sometimes. And uh, but if you work through it, if you're focused, you're disciplined, some amazing things can happen. And that, and I, I don't think that that lesson took from me until I was in the studios and I saw it happen. These are the lessons Artists for Humanity instills in their students every day. While Jason would never say that success comes easy, he and his organization are showing students the impact of hard work, focus, and discipline. These are the same values that can positively impact your business and community. In closing, I asked Jason about the future of Artists for Humanity. His expectations are higher than ever. Wow. I mean, well, right now, I mean, we're, we're really working to expand our facility. Um, we we want to, you know, triple our, our, our square footage and build a, you know, beyond lead platinum, we're going for energy positive this time mm -hmm. with, with the new expansion of our facilities. So, I mean, I, I want to just, I want to continue to innovate. I want to continue, I want this place to be, you know, that place where new ideas are coming from, uh, where people with great ideas are going to, mm -hmm. to, to flesh them out. Um, I just want to continue to be a resource and a model for how we all can get together, work together, and make things happen. We appreciate you listening and would love to hear what you think of the show. Your feedback is important to us, so please go to iTunes or Stitcher right now and leave us a review. Small Biz Stories is produced by myself, Dave Charest, Sean Cronin, and Miranda Paquette. You can contact us at podcast at constantcontact.com. Small Biz Stories is brought to you by Constant Contact. Constant Contact is committed to helping small businesses and nonprofits connect with new and existing customers with email marketing. Find out more at constantcontact.com.